Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for December 6th, 2006. I'm your host, Pete Werner, and we're joined this week by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this week's show, we'll tell you what's in the news this week, as well as continuing our discussion on what's happening around Orlando for the holidays. And we'll discuss a few dining experiences from the Liberty Tree Tavern and the Grand Floridian Cafe. All that plus your weekly Wapasati update on this edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Now, as we get started, actually before we get started with the news, I want to apologize to everyone for the delay in getting the show up uh, this week. We had uh, a, a few things conspire to, uh, to, to hurt us this week, uh, not the least of which was me getting sick and my computer getting sick. <laughs> I was without my computer for almost a week. And uh, that's just not that's just not good for me. Yeah, that's not, not good for me at all. It doesn't work well. I'm not a. It's, it's like, what do I do? I don't have my computer. It's the notebook just doesn't cut it. So, I think that had something to do with you getting sick. I probably, you know, just being without my computer. But I, I apologize uh, for the delay. But we, uh, it's important that we get the show up. So, we are uh, we are here now. So with that, let's get started with the news. And uh, number three in the news this week, uh, the SeaWorld ticket hike. According to the Central Florida News, SeaWorld is raising its ticket prices to offset the cost of three new rides and a new Shamu show. Tickets going up $3 to uh, $64.95 per person for an adult. And it's going up $4 for kids, 3 to 9, to $53.95. I think it's to cover the insurance on the trainers. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, how is that trainer? Is, he's fine, he's and the fine. whale's back in the show. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, but that was in California, too. Right. That wasn't Norris. Yeah. He's still dancing across the, the uh, water. Uh, for those who aren't sure what we're talking about, there was an incident last week in SeaWorld uh, in San Diego where yeah. a, a, a whale trainer, a killer whale trainer, was actually attacked by his whale. Some pretty gruesome video. Not gruesome, but you know, disturbing Scary. video. Startling. Uh that was on the news last week about that. So SeaWorld is is following in suit then with everybody else, although uh, sixty four ninety five. I, uh, well, I think what bugs me is that they're saying it's to cover these new things. It's because everybody else raised their prices. Exactly. Right. Just say what exactly. it's about. And, you know? and well, well, n- none of them do. Well, none of them do. They didn't go as to the match see, uh, Universal and Disney. Well, they can't. They came, I think, three bucks less or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, still. SeaWorld also gives you these discounts where you buy one pass that lasts you the rest of the year, too. Yeah, so. you know what? How about instead of all the 19 different pay-for-one-day, you know, come Get to a- our park for five years, um, <laughs> why not Why not just charge like thirty nine ninety nine to get into the park? Right. You know, let's just, let's just cut the nonsense. Um, you know, uh, but I don't know. What do I know about ticketing? Setting ticket prices for theme parks, but so SeaWorld up to sixty four ninety five. Uh, number two this week, uh, Disney uh, Disney is celebrating uh, Walt's one hundred and sixth birthday on December fifth. Walt is dead. Walt Disney would have been had oh, he's one hundred and six okay. years old. Sorry, um, Disney is uh, marking the occasion by going into the vault and dusting off award-winning classics <laughs> and making it into DVDs. I thought you were going to say he they w- went in the vault and dusted, dusted him off. Him off. <laughs> dusted off vault. No, they'd, have to, they'd have to thaw him uh, out. They'd have to take him up from under Cinderella Castle and thaw him out. A little dust what on could vault, be left but... in the vault? 
What possibly is in there? These are the well. These are the actual uh, the, the ones true that, life adventures. The true life adventures. The documentaries that uh, Roy Disney worked on when he was yeah. Well, yeah, the Gophers. Some things up. are better left in the vault. <laughs> Lock the door. Dust them off. Roy again. Disney. Roy Disney. Well, Roy Disney was uh, covering himself by by being quoted saying that uh, uh, he that. Uh, the, the idea to do the documentaries were Walt's, not his. <laughs> <laughs> so, we blame the dead with, guy. Blame the dead guy. Peter, last week when we when we were at the uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas after you left, we saw uh, Roy. Roy was in t- right. He, he was on, he was on our monorail. Yeah. Yeah. Corey was supposed to get autographs. Well, no, I never of, once promised to autograph. I, yeah, was, I was somewhat was, uh, starstruck. He was my go-to guy for autograph, and he, he just let him go by. Yeah. Well, there was actually we're going to get to that. I, I, I will talk about uh, Mickey's very Merry Christmas in a little bit, but there were a lot of celebrities in uh, the night that we were there because uh, the next two days, Regis and Kelly were going to be filming the uh, the Christmas parade. So, you know, they have their, their celebrities that do their, their Was events. he in the same exact car with you? No, no, no. No. We were going to switch cars, but... Oh. Because I would have crawled over seats we, to we, talk we, to we him. Were, <laughs> we were, like, in the first car you can actually get into, um, you know, before you split. And so we can see everybody getting onto the monorail. And we saw him. And um, Bob was like, that's Roy Disney. Sure enough. All right. Wow. Because wow. if he was anywhere near me, he would have been mine. Well, <laughs> well, his career, I'm sure, is going to be revived by the release of the... Uh, the true life stories. The true life stories. So. And uh, actually, he, the, most, the most, uh, most viewed news story this week, it was kind of a slow news week, um, was a tie between uh, the story about uh, Disney's job fair, um, that they're, they're trying to hire as many people as they can for the... Uh, for the holiday season, and must be having a little bit of a, diff- a little bit of difficulty because they're offering a one thousand dollar new hire bonus for food service and housekeeping positions. <laughs> <laughs> Those know, are the most coveted. Corey's jobs eyes just lit up. Corey's like, "Oh, I can go do housekeeping." <laughs> but you <laughs> have to wait. stay a certain amount of time before you get the thousand uh, dollars. Darn. Yeah, that's running uh, actually through this week, and uh, uh, on, that's how that's how we ended up down here. We John and I came down on vacation. And uh, there was a job fair going on. John went in, and eight days later, they sent the employment packet over to the hotel. It was amazing. That is true. And uh, that was in January of 98, and we were here by April 1st. Had no intention. Just came on vacation. So those job fairs, you never know. But if you, well, I mean, if you're looking to do housekeeping and yeah, dust food off service. Walt. Like, well, they don't, like, snatch people out of the parks to go to them. You have to actually make the effort, right? Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not like the year of a million, no, the year of a million <laughs> dreams tap. <laughs> you get to change betting. You get to do your own betting because we can't find anybody to yeah, do it. Pre- basically, you know anybody that wants to do your betting? You want to okay. stay in that penthouse? You're going to clean. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good that's a good segue to the uh, tying number one news story is that uh, Disneyland began giving out stays in their Mickey Mouse penthouse. Oh yeah, uh, oh. as of December first. And a family of five from Utah were the first selected uh, to stay in what they're calling the Mouse Pad. And uh, Mouse Pad. Jared and LaDonna, along with their three children, Alex, Rachel, and Emerson, were selected at random on December 1st and stayed overnight at the penthouse that is the ultimately ultimate Mickey Mouse. I completely I am completely misreading this. This is one of the worst <laughs> written news stories I've ever seen. Um, and I didn't rewrite these before I uh, before I started recording. So. Have you seen the pictures of it? 
Oh, yeah, yes, they, I did yeah, see the awesome. pictures. Do we have do we have them on the site? Yeah, they are on the site um, in our Disneyland area. I'll make them more noticeable. Right, so just to think... paraphrase, some people some people from Utah won. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. I got to tell you, I wow, think it's kind of it's kind of cheesy the kind of hard, looking. It's the kind of hard hitting news you come to us for. There you go. <laughs> I think it's a little cheesy. The pictures of it. it looks I don't little, know. I thought it looked kind of cool. I mean, oh, I think it looks kind of eighties. Oh, it just has that eighties. The furniture looks. Uncomfortable and plastic. Well, it's all, it's all black, red, and white. You oh, know, so it looks all... like Mickey Mouse's house. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it I took it out of Toontown House from Mickey Mouse and brought it over there. Yeah, but I don't want to stay there. <laughs> 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 oh Lord, can't even give him a penthouse. <laughs> I wouldn't That's say I would turn folks. it down, but I'm just telling you, I saw the pictures and I, my first no, I reaction was, looked, I thought they looked good. It I needs an Oprah makeover. <laughs> Oprah needs an Oprah makeover. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, that'll do it then for the news this week, and uh, we'll get right into discussing some of the uh, holiday stuff we uh, went and saw this week. We all kind of went out individually and collectively and did some different stuff. Corey, Bob, and I were over at um, the Magic Kingdom and a few of the Magic Kingdom resorts uh, last week, yep. looking at some of the uh, some of the decorations, and uh, we went into the park for Mickey's very merry Christmas party, kind of a spur of the moment thing. Tickets were available. We were able to get in. And uh, we're going on the twenty first. Forty five dollars a head. I mean, it was. Uh, but you get cocoa and cookies. I didn't get my cocoa. I didn't see where the cocoa was. Yeah. I saw people walking around with it, but it, but then again, we were too busy. We were running around taking pictures and mm. video Videoing and all that stuff. We were nonstop. Yeah, I also went to Epcot. And Actually, was that the night my computer died? Um, no, no, it was after that. Mm-hmm. It was before that. You were all yeah, because it was the day after. And... It, was, right, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was the day after. It was the day after the last podcast. Yeah, that it was the day after the last podcast. No, was, no cocoa. Actually, my it was the podcast. The podcast was the last thing I was able to. Uh, what, what are you making fun of me about? <laughs> I don't want no cocoa. My computer's broken. <laughs> this party sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't Take too. Take that fun. with a grain of salt this week. <laughs> yeah, right. We, fu- we found him at the computer show, kind of wandering around doing circles. I was. My I, computer's I, broke. I my walked computer's around. Broke. I walked around the computer show for about uh, about a half an hour before those guys showed up. Just literally just walked around in circles. I didn't say anything I wanted. I'm like, all oh, these computers are crap. These computers aren't good enough. <laughs> not good enough. It, was, it was not fun. Oh, then no. we hooked him up with some guy that made him happy. Yeah. I have a feeling this entire podcast is somehow going to turn back on every, no matter what the discussion is, to something about my broken <laughs> computer. computer. <laughs> this was a traumatic experience. I've never, ever, in the, in the 10 years, in the 10 years, I have had this site. I have never, ever, ever been without my primary computer for more than a couple of days. To go with it out for six days was like... Yeah. Walks by the Christmas tree. That tree stinks. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Grimmage, wasn't he? Uh, was Grimmage. <laughs> we, we found the Grimmage last week. Corey, yeah, Corey, Corey called me after he listened to last week's show. He was, he was laughing about Bob's, uh, oh, Bob's Grimmage story. Bob, I was cracking up. Wasn't that yeah. funny? I was too, Bob. We all Grimmage. laughed. Grimmage is going to come around again. So... But uh, so yeah, we we went to a few of the Magic Kingdom resorts and uh, checked out some of the of, of the decorations. And each of the resorts tends to do something something unique. Uh, we went over to the Contemporary and saw what they did. Which usually they don't do much. This year they did a uh, a really kind of cool chocolate, uh, yeah. huge chocolate sculpture of Geppetto's workshop and Pinocchio, and was really well done. Yeah, the, yeah. But on the other hand. They forgot to put the rest of the decorations up around 
the hotel. Okay, well this this is this is I a mean, this is a problem around. And if, if you property. didn't find it tucked away in the corner as you came in the front entrance and got off the monorail and looked around on the third level there. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're going to the contemporary on the monorail, don't even bother looking for yeah, Christmas decorations, yeah, let alone this one. Three stories down. You need to go down to the, the main floor and tucked the lobby. around the corner. I mean, but still, even you know, yeah, it's, it's where most people come in is in the lobby. So well, you know, it's, usually contemporary runs on my near the bottom on my list. And but Polly, the Polynesian, is definitely on the bottom of my list. Polynesian is horrible this year. It's horrible every year. And if, well, don't get off the monorail if you're going. They to used to the, do a Chris um, a chocolate. Hawaiian Wonderland Christmas thing. Yeah. They didn't do that this year. They haven't done it Their for Their Christmas five tree years. had whisk brooms on it as decorations. Yeah, it was pretty sad this year. Um, I found in general, we hit a couple hotels ourselves. I found in general, compared to other years, they've cut back a lot. Um, the best, we think, is the Wilderness Lodge. Even though there wasn't any kind of major display, we think just the theming. The Christmas tree at the lodge is much smaller this year. I really? remember they, they used re- to put on full size like canoes. They replaced it uh, is last it, year. Last year or the year before, they replaced it. It's still uh, very classy. It is. Well, yeah. I'll bet. I'll bet uh, tree redesign in 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 that uh, hotel had something to do with the fire at the Grand Californian. Yeah, because it doesn't go anywhere near the ceiling yeah. this year. No, I yeah. think that they was... brought it down a, a little bit. The other thing is the Wilderness Lodge. I think lends itself to a Christmas feel. Anyway. Oh yeah, it does. Yes. I don't think of the Polynesian as a Christmassy no. resort. No. I mean, you walk into the Wilderness Lodge and you can picture yourself in... Well, with the big fireplace, you know, the hearth right. and the warmth and It the just wood. lends itself to yeah. that. Hot chocolate. Exactly. And if you, uh, if you go to see the decorations at the Wilderness Lodge, take the time to walk out to the, the ante room of the villas. It's called the Spike Room. Well, before the Spike Room, there is a lobby. Oh, for yeah. the for the um, Disney Vacation Club Wilderness Lodge Villas, they record, they call it the parlor, and you can that, that's decorated very very nice. And then you can go into the Spike Room, which is the tribute to Walt's love of trains down there. Yeah, they got a couple of cars in there that originally was on his train yeah. at mm-hmm. the house. It's just it's it looks very very nice, mm-hmm. and there's fireplaces and stuff. So. But I think in general we were disappointed. The best I thought was obviously the Grand Floridian's um, gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. I agree. But they've changed the lights at the Grand Floridian. All the lights now are yellow. What? The lights on the Christmas tree—they're all this yellow gold. Yeah. And it's just—it it doesn't say Christmas to me at all. As a matter of fact, I thought it lent an unhealthy glow to everyone around the Christmas tree, mm. and it made the decorations difficult to see. I, it wouldn't have been my first choice. It's a very jaundiced Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> jaundiced Christmas. I, I read an article that they're, they're converting some of these lights to LCD lighting. Yeah, the, we went. We were at the boardwalk the other day, and, and they don't get hot. Right. We, we bought a small strand of uh, LCD lights for an outside tree just to see. First of all, they, they, they're brighter and they glow, but they also produce new heat and so, they use really? up less energy mm-hmm. yeah. so that's what they're going to so that maybe have something to do with it they that tree got replaced two years ago too they use those at the boardwalk and the outside of the boardwalk and i'll say the boardwalk was gorgeous yeah the boardwalk I haven't, great. I haven't gotten over there yet i fell in love with the, i, I like the grand floridian for christmas i think what they do that gingerbread house that they built oh, is amazing. nothing short of spectacular yeah. and you know that is the kind of detail 
That's the kind of decorating that needs to be done. That type of passion, that type of attention to detail is a sort of philosophy I think every resort and every theme park needs to adhere to when preparing and decorating for Christmas. You always expect it to be, you want it over the top, I think. Yeah. You know, that you want that kind, that level of spectacle. I mean, I would do it like I decorate my home. Like, I love putting out the Christmas decorations. Exactly. Which, you know, I'm a woman, but, you know, I want to look nice and ask That's for it. That's not gender specific. Place. Oh, exactly, but everything has its place, and, you know, you should see me decorate the tree. I mean, it's like an art. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I heard something, I don't know if this is true or not, but... What I understand is that each hotel, the budget for their decorations comes out of their hotel budget. Disney doesn't give all the hotels money to decorate. So maybe there was budget cutbacks okay, this uh, year. But you know, I'm sorry for the price they charge for those rooms. and those. I'm sorry. Nope, nope, nope. You're not going to get away. I, I will not buy. We didn't have enough money to decorate. I will not buy that from any one of those ridiculously overpriced hotels over there. Oh, I will not buy it. It is lazy. It is we don't have to because these people are going to come and stay anyway. That is what it is. That's and it's just pervasive on with every decision I see them making. With it, just it, it, it's spotty. You'll get some real attention to detail in certain areas, and then the rest of it is left to to mass consumption. Yeah. And you know, MGM Studios, great example. Osborne Lights, great attention to detail. Rest of the park was crap. Magic Kingdom. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Magic Kingdom for, for Christmas. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party was enjoyable. It yes. was not, it was, it, was, it was cute. They did some cute stuff. Frankly, I think the fireworks and snow on Main Street that they did at uh, Disneyland, which will be up on the site. Uh, probably today. See, the Magic Kingdom was kept the much fu- better. Kept the snow coming. Uh, at Disneyland, they only did the snow right after the fireworks. Mm-hmm. The. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they had the snow. I like the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. Which one? The, Magic Kingdom, the, not Well, they're both Disneyland. called Magic Kingdom. Disneyland and Mag- Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, Magic oh. Kingdom and Disney that. World. Okay, Disneyland, Magic, uh, Disneyland, I didn't think was as good fireworks as the Magic Kingdom. And the fireworks for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party are pretty spectacular. Yeah, they are. I think really? the parade goes by a little slow, maybe because I was holding the video camera the whole time, but it goes by very slow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's also well, you've got a, it's a toy it's soldiers walking in like eighteen <laughs> thousand size boots. Well, you also to clomp it's, along. It's also uh, clomp, uh, clomp, clomp. it's also <laughs> a uh, a show a parade that really is designed for the daytime. It's not a nighttime parade, yet it's being done at night. Yeah. So it's it's a horror show to. Photograph. You know what is not decorated this year at the Magic Kingdom in um, here in Orlando is the uh, Country Bear Jamboree, and I hear a lot of cast yeah, members are I'm upset. Very about upset that about that. There's a lot of people upset. That's, about that. that's a big thing. I mean, they do two out in Disneyland in California, uh, the Haunted Mansion, and it's a small world. And then, you know, we talk about it a couple of weeks ago that, and then they turn around and don't. Decorate the country bear jamboree. Yeah, it, I got to tell you, you're never going to please anybody. Everybody, there are people who complain. I know, but there are people who complain that you take down or you close down the country bear jamboree because that's a that's not a, just a layover. That's a complete change out of set. The all the bears have to have different costumes. That takes time. Right. So you have people who complain that they close it down. Mm-hmm. Then you have people who complain that it's not there. You're never going to please but everybody. Disneyland is doing that. And people Disneyland. complain that they close the haunted mansion, right. but but they, they, they do high, right. high 
praise when they go through but it. But how after many it's people decorated. complain about the fact that the haunted mansion doesn't look the same while they're there? Oh, I wanted to see the real haunted mansion. Well, oh, then, I want to see the real. It's a small world. Then book so, it a different time. Well, that's just it. Yeah. It don't come at Christmas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just hear it's, a, it's, a, it's a very common complaint at the Magic Kingdom guest services that a lot of Country people Bear, daily everybody are should complaining be about complaining. Not, not being decorated. About Country Bear Jamboree? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, look, it's... It's a tradition. I would, I would, if, if, if things were a little bit different in other areas of how the parks and the resorts are being run, I could say that maybe it was a budgetary issue or maybe... Uh, it was a guest service issue, not wanting to shut rides down. I don't think that's it. I don't think their attitude and the decisions they've been making are, are demonstrating that that is their motivation. I think the way they've behaved uh, consistently has been these our guests are going to come regardless. We will do the least amount possible, spend the least amount possible, put the least amount possible into this to still maintain Disney. But you see, the thing is, is that other companies and other other service providers have caught on to their uh, to their style, and there are companies in this town. There are there are hotels in this town that are out Disneying Disney in the service area. So, how much longer is this going to go on for? Yet their hotels are still the most expensive in town. Well, look at Grimwich. Universal <laughs> oh. took away Grimwich. <laughs> I mean, well, that, you know, that's but Universal actually, but Universal, yeah, and Universal also had eleven percent fewer exactly. visitors last year. That makes sense. If your numbers are down and you're cutting things because your your gate attendance is down, that's one thing. But do you expect the, the attendance to go up by cutting more? I don't think so. Well, the idea is, are, are these things being cut and not being done in favor of doing other things? And that's not true at Disney. It's not yeah. be, They did not decorate Country Bear because they decided to decorate something else. It's just gone. So yeah. Just not going to do it. Just not going to do it. Yeah. And, and so send emails to Corey <laughs> if you... On your opinion about the country bears. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question yeah, to ask country bear jamboree. I have a question no, no, to ask you. <laughs> I have a question to ask you. Okay. It's this huge tradition. When was the last time you went to the country bear Christmas last show? Last year. I don't I go every year. I don't think it's that big a deal to Dancing be honest bears. with you. I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah. I, I think you're Let's gonna get a public outcry anytime they change anything at Disney. Do you remember the hysteria over the fact that they closed Mr. Toad? Yeah. Now it's everyone's favorite ride. However, you never had to wait to get on Mr. Toad. So I think the thing is people are just I think people like to worry about stuff that changes there. I would think everybody wants it to remain what they remember from their childhood or the first time they went. And I don't think it's that big a deal. Right. So what's in its place? Nothing. Well, the Country Bear Jamboree is still there. It's just not the right, Christmas show. Right, I'm saying, show. but, you know, there, was, there were changes made, specific changes made to a specific attraction for Christmas. So, okay, we're not going to do that for whatever reason. What was done in its place? What else was changed? What else was added? What's different? What's new? What's better than it was last year or even the year before that? Nothing. Nothing. So we take away, we add nothing new. That tells me this is simply about we don't have to spend that money to do that. We don't have to shut that attraction down to do that. Do the least amount possible to get by. And that is exactly what it feels like when I walk into those parks and into a lot of those resorts. It feels like this is a race for mediocrity. It's like a silent shopper. People don't complain about it. I mean, they just stop going. You know, if they take it away, 
Okay. What are you talking some, about? Some, some people. Some yeah, people. <laughs> well, okay. It means there are some people to, who just don't complain. They some just, people just don't right. complain, and then you'll have you know your outcry of the jamboree. But after after a while, the ones the that don't complain. The outcry of the jamboree. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! For the country bears. Country bears. I'm, I'm like, upset the about this guy. So the outcry don't mess of the jamboree. with me. Uh, but a lot of people don't complain. They just enjoy what's there. Or don't go back. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Well, I mean, Disney's numbers are up. Yeah. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. Okay, you Disney's see numbers are up. Their, their revenue is up. More people are in the parks. More people are spending money. So There's absolutely no reason for them to right, add more. Right. None. And the yeah. whole idea is that if, if doing away with decorating this attraction doesn't deter their, um, their attendance, what else are they going to cut back on? Yeah. I have to keep tell cutting you, back and cutting back until I was rather they spend the money that they were going to spend to decorate this year and clean up the soundtrack for Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> it sounds like they have marbles <laughs> in their mouth. <laughs> so I mean, sorry about that, <laughs> but I, it's it's just like that. I would rather they spend the money on that. And I agree with you. I'm not saying that it's not true that they should be doing something else, but I'm saying, I, I mean, you're the seem to be the most upset about this Country Bear thing. Are you yeah. going to stop going? To the country bear? To any to of To the it. Magic Kingdom. I know. So I don't know that right. people are really going to stop going because they but didn't I, put up but a Christmas I can tree voice country my, bear. But it absolutely is, outrage. It is absolutely I, imperative that people start mentioning this stuff publicly so that maybe it can stop. Maybe that other things can be done, that more attention can be paid to the details because they're getting away from it. They're letting their success, um, in my opinion... In my opinion, make they're, they're making some very bad decisions based on their success, and they're forgetting what made them successful. IBM did the same thing in the early '80s. Oops, you know, AT and T did the same thing. Oops. So I'm just, I'm just saying, if people are upset about it, and big companies, just, big companies who think they are impervious when they when they start taking their 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 their, their guests, their customers, whatever you call them, when they start taking them for granted, and assuming you're just going to show up no matter what we do, that is usually the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Of really, really big and, and, and influential companies. That's what and I don't want to see that happen. Oh. I love, I love Walt Disney World. I will always love it. I don't want to see that happen to it. I just think some really bad things, some really bad choices are being made at the resort level, theme park level, and at at the management level. I just want to say, you know, the um, it's still something to see for the holidays, Walt Disney World. Oh, it sure, really it is. is. I mean, for those who um, who have never seen it or have only been once, I mean, or have been a hundred times, it's still something to see. Right. Um, you know, I think we get so used to to going on a daily basis or a weekly basis, we um we can easily pick things apart. But I I just I do want to make sure that people, you know, Mickey's very Merry Christmas was it was excellent. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, had a great I think time. it's something to see. Um, and and that has nothing to take away from that. You know, I, I just don't want to discourage people from saying, okay, yeah. well, we're not going to plan our, our trip to Walt Disney World next year because nothing's decorated. No, it's no, absolutely not. I mean, there's, there's, there are certainly decorations, and, and like I said, different resorts have, have different decorations. And there's something to see in each one of the theme parks in terms of Christmas. It's just a little, uh, a little uh, off balance that they put all their effort into one thing, and the rest of the park seems to get ignored. We also have a very, very unique perspective. Yes, we do. Yeah. We're, we live in Orlando, and we're Disney freaks. And we see it every year, and we're used to right. exactly how it is year to year. But let's talk about the good stuff. I mean, let's talk about Epcot. 
Epcot is spectacular. I haven't been over there. I haven't made it over to Epcot yet. It's absolutely. I mean, the the giant tree. But Epcot always looks good. It always does, and I think they've maintained that this year and and even stepped it up a little bit. Oh, good. The tree lighting ceremony at 6 p.m. right right at the entrance to World Showcase is excellent. Those arches that light up. Yeah, the arches walking through there. I I spend half an hour or so just watching the the I have a question to ask you. Me? Didn't last year... Weren't the lights on the arches white, and then they would change to color? Uh, Previous years, it's done can, that. They can do both. I well, because we were because we were there last night, and we sat under the arch for a good twenty minutes, yeah. and they never changed, and the the colors seemed to be brighter this year. I remember them being pale, sort of yeah. muted colors. What They're color bu- were they? What? They're multicolored. multicolored. Yeah. But, Reds uh, and greens and blues. They're much more vibrant colors this year on the arches. And I think I just, we just missed the change. I think that we it was probably in it a goes time through a cycle there. with the yeah. music now and you, it changes color. Now you guys saw uh, the candlelight processional last night. We did. We did. And uh, who was your who was your celebrity narrator? We went and saw. It was supposed to be Cheetah Rivera, but it turned out to be Mario Lopez. Wow. There's a break he for you. Dances. There's an even swap. He dances better than he narrates. <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope he, let's hope he, let's hope he uh, dances better than he acts. Too. He actually repeated a, 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 a section and then realized what he was doing. Oh, no. I think he threw the whole thing off. One thing that... Was I this think, a last-minute replacement? It, well, we, a couple weeks ago, yeah. we heard about it. We don't go to the Candlelight to to see the narrator. The narrator is secondary for us. We go for the music, which is always wonderful. The, the Except uh, for Eartha Kitt last year. We made a special point to, <laughs> special see, her. Point to see her. The choirs. Kitt. She refers to the <laughs> Jesus as the baby. <laughs> the baby Jesus. Um, so we, we go. The choir is wonderful. The orchestra is wonderful. Um and then there are things that we do that uh, we enjoy. The conductor enjoy. is also wonderful. The conductor wonderful. is wonderful. We play some games. We play try to pick the fainter. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Because every year one of the choir you, singers always faints. You can guarantee. <laughs> that's that, terrible. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> while they're singing, we sit there and watch for the ones that are weaving. <laughs> pick the fainter. Yeah, they don't drink enough water. And <laughs> right. The lights are hot. hot they, and they get up there. And they're warned ahead of time. Make sure you drink a lot of stuff. And they're also doing like 37 shows a day, aren't they? <laughs> well, they, they switch out. They, they switch out. They oh, switch okay. out. They don't But do they it. also, they're singing for 45 minutes. Right, I mean, yeah. and somebody's standing. back with a cattle prod going yeah. louder, louder. Yeah, I sit next to Diana and it's like, that one's going, Diana. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here it goes. I've never seen that. Oh, it yeah. actually collapse? Yeah. Oh, you've never, then you're not paying attention. You have to watch it. <laughs> you have to play the game. And all of a sudden, they come out from the wings, and they sort of sneak up into the group, and then all of a sudden, they bring one down, and they walk off the side. <laughs> it's great to see which one's going to go. We try to pick them out ahead of time. Oh, one's gonna I go. know this means we're going to rot someplace, but this is part of our candlelight processional fun. And we also have some some ideas. We want to know, does anyone know what the words are to the Hallelujah Chorus? <laughs> because every year, Kevin sings the same words over and over again. Born in a cotton field in Pennsylvania. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> I don't think that's the you way You don't think goes. that's the right words? <laughs> Send your comments in to Kevin. I stand up while I sing. <laughs> Born in a cotton field in Pennsylvania. And then I want to know, why are the shepherds sore? <laughs> They're from riding the camels. The angel no, appeared the to them. the shepherds walked. We're what? sore afraid. They didn't ride camels. Right. Well, they, the angel no, appeared to them. The and, shepherds And the shepherds were sore and afraid. For well, the last... Oh, they were afraid, too. But they were <laughs> afraid oh, they geez. would get caught 
riding the camels. That's why they're sore. All right. Sorry about that. And then we, they walked the last all right, so But it's it, absolutely wonderful. Tell me about Mario Lopez. He read like he was reading to third graders. And he, you could see his lips move when they were singing. And then all of a sudden, he <laughs> was like on when time the, delay. When the, when the spotlight wasn't on him, his face was just dead straight. It was, almost then, as if he, it was almost as if he was thrown into this not knowing what to expect, which I can understand. This must be nerve-wracking for someone who's doing it for the first time. However, this was the second day and the second show of the second day. And so by the, now, you should have known what you're getting yourself into. While the choir into. was reading... He was flipping a pan, <laughs> trying to make sure that he could say all the words, I think. <laughs> it was like, it was, he wasn't the best. Maybe he was your fainter this year. No, he wasn't. That would have been a nice surprise. <laughs> they also had one of the Voices of Liberty, who was much taller than the rest and stood in front of Mario Lopez, which I, <laughs> I thought was an odd choice. At one point, all I could see was like his nose up. They had a very tall man standing directly in front of him. I think that was a mistake i will say this though the crowd went wild i mean he came out and pictures and flash bulbs are going so i think people well, he's were, hot right now right. dancing with the stars he's hot so but it wasn't our really he wasn't first choice. my choice now considering he hasn't been hot since his saved by the bell years <laughs> yeah. good for him because those are big for him too those saved by the bell years yeah really that made his career don't make fun of him he got saved by the bell money <laughs> i think the best person i've ever seen do it was felicia rashad and i have to think that disney agrees with me she's the one they chose to put on the recording mm-hmm. of the candlelight oh. presentation yeah, yeah she is good she made you feel she made it exciting and there's one other thing that's great about the candlelight is try to watch the signer the person who signs oh, yeah. oh, oh my the, god for the hearing impaired yeah they that's could become, beautiful they could become absolutely mesmerizing they're passionate and they're they do such a great job. Yeah. It's almost a dance. It's, it's a dance. It yeah. is a dance. Yeah, I we've made we made jokes about it. The candlelight processional is easily my favorite thing to do at Disney all year. Oh yep. yeah, I agree. The music, the spectacle, the uh, it it transcends almost any religion. I can't imagine anybody not enjoying the music, even if you view it as just music and nothing religious. Yeah. I think it's a tremendous, tremendous show, and it's free. Yeah. So it's included. Well, let me rephrase well, that. It's included in your admission. It's included in the admission. So I think it just gets better every year. They do a really good job. Now, when we were over at the Magic Kingdom, we uh, we had stopped and had uh, very mistakenly uh, stopped and had dinner at uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern. And <clears throat> I don't want to talk long on it, but I do want to mention that, um, wow, what an amazing disappointment that was. Now, I remember that from, from, you know, times past being fairly good. So maybe we had an off, I'll, I'll caveat this and say maybe they were having an off night. But I'm what sorry. they served, what that they was served was awful. It what, was the food. What did you have? It was, they it, served a turkey, some kind of pork loin. I call well, it a daisy That was spam. It, was, mm. it tasted like spam. Like a and daisy it was roll. It was it was a Thanksgiving dinner, and this is the week after Thanksgiving. And you know, right about tur- the time you're done with leftovers. But too. it's a <laughs> processed turkey, and like I said, whatever this pork thing was tasted to me like spam. Stuffing wasn't too bad. Um, the salad was the, the uh, lettuce was brown and back. old and limp. I sent it back. I had a chef come out for that. It was if they maybe they had an off night, but I remember. I've always told people to go to Liberty Tree Tavern to have right. a meal. It, 
it's going to take me a while to. Well, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out again just yeah. to see, you know, if it I is. I mean, that I like bad, to be but, fair, but. But you ever have turkey that's so dry it can almost make you choke? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was I mean, horrible. It was kind of like, like paper. It was, Remember the like, turkey that it, it, they cook it so much it just turns to dust? Well, that's it. So. Um, I've never been a huge fan of Liberty Tree. It's always been the atmosphere of it. The, the characters. characters are great. They wear some different costumes. However, I remember the food being edible, at least. I mean, it was never this thing where it was so bad. No, so. It was, well, you know, at, like tw- at, at, at almost $30 a person expensive. for adults to serve people that crap for food that, was just... I had a hard time getting past John, it was edible. Then, I was... I was starving, so I, I think I inhaled. See, I inhale first, taste later. Yeah. So Here's I like was full by the time. Time I delay rip. over there. Yeah. Maybe the manager, you know, the manager stopped by the table, and I and I mentioned it to him. I wasn't, you know, being nasty or anything. I just mentioned that you know the food wasn't very good. His response was, "But you saw the characters, right?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like how was the character and interaction?" Yeah. I'm like, his... the character interaction was great, but that's not a replacement for good food, right? You know, and so, I mean... I will say the characters... Characters were great there. Great. They Always. were there all the time. Yeah. Maybe I've, that's why they're there, to distract you from how bad the food is. Yeah. Well, we have a second not-so-great experience. We decided spontaneously the other night... And this is one of my favorite places, too. I love the Grand Floridian Cafe. Oh, I like we that place, too. We went spontaneously to go see the Christmas decorations, and there was a bunch of us. There were eight of us. And we were in the Grand Floridian and decided we were hungry. So I approached the podium at the Grand, at the Grand Floridian Cafe and I asked if we could get a party of eight in. And she said it was going to be at least an hour. Now, everybody's reasonable. We went on a Saturday night mm-hmm. with a party of eight and tried to get in without a reservation. Waiting an hour did not seem unreasonable. As a matter of fact, we were thrilled that it was only going to be an hour. Mm-hmm. So we walked around. We looked at the decorations more. We walked out by the pool. We did everything you would do while you wait. Well, an hour went by, then an hour and 20 minutes. So we went back up and they said, oh, yeah, we do have a table for you. Great. So they took us into the restaurant and they tried to seat us at two tables for four. And we said, can we push the tables together? And they said, oh, no, there are fire laws. Well, there are tables for eight all over the restaurant. We just couldn't have one of those. So I asked if we could sit at another table where we could all sit together. And there was a gentleman there. He was an older gentleman who apparently didn't think this was something that should be done. And he let us know his displeasure. He was a busboy table setter, something like that. He slammed stuff around. He bumped into people. He sucked his teeth and rolled his eyes. He greatly let us know that he was not pleased that we were not sitting where he thought we, we, sh- we should be sitting. He told us, now, we had two people in wheelchairs. Go stand in the lobby. Now, we had just wound our way to the back of the restaurant, right. and he wanted us to go stand in the lobby so he could put napkins on the table. So I told him, no, we weren't going to do that, which set him off even further. So I went back and I spoke with the manager and I said, is it possible that we sit at a table for eight? There are obviously tables available. I don't see a reason why our party has to be split up into two parties of four. And now we're going on an hour and 40 minutes. And I, I, I didn't mind waiting, but it's getting silly now. Mm-hmm. No problem. We sat at the table. We sat at the table for six and added two chairs to it. So after that, we ordered our soup. Everybody was hungry we ordered something that we thought didn't really take any preparation soup is usually just ladle it out of the pot and bring it out we waited an hour on top of the hour and 40 minutes we waited until finally 
I called the waitress over and I said, what seems to be the difficulty? And she said, well, the kitchen is having problem with French onion soup tonight. That was her explanation. So I said, can I speak with the manager? So the manager comes over and he says, well, all of your dinners are ready. They're just sitting in the window. Oh, no. We're waiting for your soup to be done. Oh, jeez. I said, you've cooked our dinners and they're sitting there? Yes. I said, and you've decided to hold them up while you waited for two orders of French onion soup. Right. I said, I'd like to cancel everything. He says, well, I've already cooked it. I said, don't care. I've now been waiting two hours and 40 minutes. This is ridiculous. So we act, none of us ate. We, um, we had a couple of soft drinks and rolls. And I offered to pay for the, the soft drinks. And the manager says, well, no. Do you want us to wrap your dinners up? We could, we could package them to go. Never letting us know that, is there anything else I could do? Could I bring you a sandwich? Nothing. Do you want me to package the dinners that I've already cooked up? Never saying. He just, I assumed he meant that we were going to pay for them. And I don't know about you, but I didn't want eight people walking out of there with a full dinner in a box. No. And again, I don't want this to make it, I don't want anybody to think that we were trying to bust ahead of someone. We waited an hour right. and 40 minutes for our table, which and, I thought was fair. Yeah, absolutely. And there were empty tables, not just a few. I would say two-thirds of this restaurant were empty. When was this? When did y'all go? Last Saturday night. Last Saturday night. And as we walked out, there was a family who got sat before us that were in the front of the restaurant. I believe they were a family of five, two adults and three kids. They still didn't have their food. Oh. They were still on bread and soda. That's really unusual. That, that, that had nothing even close to that is ever while happened. We sat there, there. While we sat there, for the hour that we waited, I was watching the door, and I saw them bring out two kids' meals. That's all I saw come out of the kitchen. Why, something must have been wrong, very, very wrong in that kitchen. I cannot believe, though, that, that someone didn't come out and say, listen, after 20 minutes, we're having trouble with French onion yeah, soup. Yeah, absolutely not. Do you want the chicken noodle? Do you want something else? Do you want us to just bring right. your meals? They're just assuming that you're going to wait. Right. They should never assume. And without an apology. Right. Without, the only person who apologized to us the entire night was the waitress. And I can't blame her. I said, are you cooking? <laughs> well, that's, well, again, you know, I hate to go back on my soapbox, but again, one of the problems. Same thing happened to me at the Contemporary when all those things went wrong when I was staying there in July. And when I said I'm checking out. There was not even an attempt, no, no apology, no I'm sorry, Mr. Warner, no attempt. Is there anything we can do to make this better? Nothing, 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 nothing. You know these cast members who roll their eyes and they pitch a fit? I mean, this, I think this goes back to the lack of traditions no training. No traditions training. I mean, traditions is probably one step away from a take-home CD. Now, do you know, do you know traditions is now only half a day? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's only that. half a day. And for those who don't know what traditions training is, that's basically the uh, training cast members are required to go through when they're first hired in order to get the uh, the history of the company and the philosophy of the company instilled into them. Now, John, when John, John had worked for Disney for a few years. Uh, what? Uh, how long were you in Traditions for? Traditions was two and a half days. Yeah, me too. And the sort of the, the whole thing, too, about Traditions was you that was sort of your orientation. So I couldn't start until I had taken Traditions. Yeah. And we got bussed around to all the resorts. We went in the Utilidors. Yep. Um, extensive extensive um these are you know uh, one of the things that i remember them saying and i say to myself i say to to people all the time that we run into is that uh first and foremost once you're a cast member you're always a cast member whether you're going to the bank 
on your time off or you're driving to work or driving from work, you should always be a cast member. And the second thing is you never know who's in front of you. You never know who the guest is that you're helping out or you're waiting on. So, you know, you should treat everybody special and everybody with respect. And I don't think that that's being um, instilled in people who are working there today. Oh, no, no. There's, you know, they're not being trained. And then, you you know, you wonder why some of them act the way this busboy acted. You wonder why some of the problems uh, you run into in restaurants. Well, I also think that's why they're offering $1,000 for uh, restaurant workers. I don't think the the... The labor pool is as deep as it once was, and I think Disney is facing the same crunch that other people are crunching, and that's in keeping qualified cast members. But I, there's got to be some sort of recognition available to those cast members who still go above. How about and some yeah, training? How about right. some training? Or holding their feet to the fire. Yeah. However, if you don't have anybody to bust the tables, you kind of got to go with what you got. Yeah. You know? So I, I see. There's. I, I can kind of see both sides of it. But it just was, it was an unacceptable experience after waiting an hour and 40 minutes to sit down. So, all right, well, that's going to uh, do it for our Christmas coverage this week anyway. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and you all got to hear me sing. <laughs> Boy, all that and Kevin sang. And I do want to, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Wapasati, which uh, is... First challenge was uh, this week, is this week. It ends on Sunday, I believe. And uh, I'm not even going to try and paraphrase the first challenge. The uh, The people who are putting this together, I won't say names right now, but the people who are putting this together are seriously ill. This challenge. <laughs> I've had this. I've had in a this, good way. I, in a good way. In the best possible way. But i got to tell you, I'm, I'm looking at this challenge going, this is, that's some challenging challenging stuff now if you want to see the challenge there'll be a link to it in the show notes podcast.wdwinfo.com but uh, you can also now you can't you it's too late to register to participate in any of the challenges but you can be an audio you can sign up to be in the audience quote unquote and we are giving away prizes to the audience as well as to the participants so we've actually drawn two winners Corey drew two winners at random from the audience uh, who is people who've signed up to follow along and we're going to give these two people a three-day, two-night stay at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. So let's say congratulations to Christine Gordon and Melissa Jones, zippity doo and Disney Freak 74 from our discussion boards. Yay. You two are both going to be awarded uh-huh. a three-day, two-night stay at the Walt Disney World <laughs> Swan and Dolphin for participating in Wapasati, and we're going to be giving out... Uh, more things as the week progresses. Now, next week, we're going to have, uh, we'll start our regular Wapasati coverage where we talk about the challenges from the previous week and show you guys what the uh, what the different teams did and uh, who won, who lost, who got voted off, all that good stuff. So tune in next week for that. And congratulations to Christine and Melissa for your stay at the Swan and Dolphin. And that will do it for us this week. And again, sorry about the, uh, sorry about the delay in getting the show up, but and that's sometimes what happens. Better late than never. Better late than never. In any way, we're doing it on my birthday. So, yay. Yeah, happy happy birthday. birthday. So, all right, guys. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening.